ladies and gentlemen, welcome. We're finally back. The uh, the lockdown's lifted. We've been out to come to the pub, uh, and it's a lovely evening back in here. Uh, I'm your uh, one of your hosts, Caesar. <laughs> welcome, the publican, aka Denial Hurley. How are you tonight, Daniel? I'm right, mate. How are you? What are you fucking laughing at? Oh, no, just COVID. Just got me hysterical. Yeah, it's um. It feels like uh, we're on day release. Like we've just been, <laughs> just been let out of jail, or we've been. H- how'd you, you know, go with the mask today, mate? Huh? How'd you go with the mask today? I reckon you. I didn't have to wear you, one. I had to. But, no, but you, the small, small bit of time that you did have to wear one. How'd you go? I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. And look, I understand. Look, you know, orphan. Yeah. I'm not sure that anyone likes it, but. I just fucking get claustrophobic in it. Like I'm not claustrophobic if if I'm in a small space, I'm fine. I'm a big, I'm a big big lad. So, but um, how would you go with cave diving? Like, oh, I'm not a chance. <laughs> no. I saw this video of some guy going into like a hole that was only as big as his waist underwater. Still, if there was a cave that you and I could fit into, that's that's just called the ocean. It's not a fucking cave. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a chasm. <laughs> um, yeah, just the whole thing. With something over my face, I don't, I don't like it. And one thing they don't tell you when you have to wear these masks, things to be aware of. They're like, oh, make sure you throw them out every four hours and get a new one. No one ever says, don't fucking burp in them. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly not after a metwurst stick. I went, and I was like, oh, and... You can't just pull your fa- you just can't pull your mask down at Woolies and people are like Fuck. so yeah the, the, don't don't have a don't have a good burp with a oh, mask on. Um, oh no, the Egyptians have scored again. Ah, oh, the pharaohs. I think that's what they're actually called. Mm. I think you're right. Yeah, because they said on commentary, so no. Oh, did they? <laughs> so the Aussies are getting dusted again in the soccer in the Olympics, but like normal, no one gives a fuck because no one cares in soccer, so. Um, this could be a couple of soccer things tonight. We've got a we've got a very. Uh, I, I like this top five this week. Now, I've, I think you've struggled with it. Well, because your top. Well, I think I've struggled because maybe I didn't put much effort into it, <laughs> and I waited until about five minutes ago before I started it. So, so this, uh, everyone listening, this week's top five is top five sporting moments ever. Um, so it doesn't have to be. What you think the greatest are is just our top five, and I think my top five is gonna shit on yours absolutely. You have said that about every top five, and, and yours uh, has been terrible basically. So every one of my top fives be better than yours. So oh, okay, is that a self assessment? Because we don't do fucking self assessments. No, but, we okay. don't. But uh, if someone was doing a self assessment, what do you reckon David Teague would give himself at the moment? The poor should fella? give himself an uppercut with a chair. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Mate, did, did you? Well, have you? But what about the, what about the carry on about that though? What? Well, they started the review, and all the media are going, "Oh, he's in trouble. He's in trouble." It's like, well, it's not his fault. The club is at shit, and their players I'm, are shit. I'm still, right? I'm still baffled that there's a review going on yeah. mid-season. Yeah, but then, so they start the review, and then they beat Adelaide, and was it St Kilda? Uh, Collingwood. Yeah, they beat Collingwood. So Adelaide and Collingwood. Did they beat Adelaide? Two, yeah, they beat Adelaide. Two of the bottom four sides. Yeah. Last year's Wooden Spooner. Um, 
And the other the other club that the other club doesn't have a coach. Um, and and then the media's going, oh, oh, the pressure's off David Teague, and and then they lose to North oh, Melbourne. Hey, by the way, in the last four or five weeks, if you had a ladder, of the, I'd love to see the. No, oh, they no. did put the form ladder. They're oh, third. Yeah, um, they had yeah. it on. Uh, it's a bit of a joke those form ladders, but but. Well, they had it on that for the sake of our argument. Show, was that show Monday night? Two legends and two squids. Um, on the couch. Uh, yeah. They had the form ladder on there. So Jared Healy's the legend, one of the two legends. <laughs> you love him. Did he do anything, say anything to upset Jono this week? Oh, he said some, he said, just said some stuff where you just, you know he's ageing mentally. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get why. Like, well, Obviously the physio practice has gone through the hoop or something because he has to stay on telly. He talks about some certain tactics and then you're like, I think Rewalt was like, nah, you, I have to wholeheartedly uh, disagree with you, Jared. Sorry, like. Jared. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? We'll speak. We'll get back to the geriatrics. But, um, yeah, Carlton, uh, who would have thought a side that's mid mid to lower table is getting all the... All the talk on all the media shows and everything at the moment. Like you got, you got three teams at the top of the ladder who are doing well. Melbourne seems to have just gone a little bit quiet the last month, um, and you've got Bulldogs who are back playing hot footy and Geelong. Oh, I had a bet with a bloke at work on round one eve. I said, oh, I reckon Geelong won't make the eight, and he said, I'll give you double odds of whatever sports bet was. Sports bet was seven to one, so he gave me fourteen on. I put a hundred on it. They lost to Adelaide, <laughs> and then should have lost to Brisbane when they got got lucky. Yeah. But since then, they've gone on a fair bit of a tear. Have you paid? No, it pays out at the end of the year. They mate, they could rot the salary cap and lose all their points. You never pay out your bet till you have to. If anyone gets done for salary cap rotting, it's not going to be uh, the country town team. You mean Geelong who have managed to squeeze in and recruit every fucking free agent over the last 12 years? Uh, fair chance they could be the ones that get being made, actually. Hence, not paying out till I have to. But <laughs> Jordan Money will be getting 100 bucks come uh, round 23 at 5.01pm on a that Sunday. That happened this week? What happened this week? Kerno back? Yeah, what is it, 742 days or something they said on is that? Is that how long it is? Yeah, two years over. Shit! <laughs> For a big forward too, he's only had how many games has he had in the VFL? One, two. He would have had to yeah. string through a four to go. Who knows? Well, COVID fucked him. They yeah, couldn't play. Is the VFL on? Well, has Adelaide's taken their whole squad over yeah. to to Melbourne, and they played a composite game yeah. with like two other AFL teams. Yeah. There was like four teams in the one game or something. It was outrageous. And uh, Jimmy Rowe kicked five. He might come in this week. Handy's level. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it, we've gone a bit off where we were starting, but Jimmy Rose, uh, for some reason, he should he's not have held his spot for as long as he did. But is he? The, have you seen a first year player get more um, higher expectation on him than probably Jimmy Rose, mm. especially with Adelaide? Like everyone's saying, oh, he hasn't really done much under this. He's fucking playing Sample last year. He's playing AFL most this year. Um, it was only last year he finally, uh, last week that he finally got dropped. Yeah, I know he did. He did hold it for a while. I mean, Shana had one bad game and got the clip, and he can't get back in at the moment. But 
and takes one game to Sanford because Frampton had one good game and they put him in centre half back. So we'll come to the uh, the Crow Boys soon after. You have thirty one posies at uh, as a key defender in the SNFL before he came back in last week. Yeah, but did he actually have an opponent? That's the thing I want to know. Did he have a direct opponent? Yeah, he was, he was standing in the goal square. He was standing <laughs> the goal square. You're an idiot. Um, in that same game, though, um, everyone's been talking about Weedering is such a great defender. But Nick Larky, who's played, what, 40, 40 AFL games? Is it that many? I don't know. But he's bagged seven on, or well, six on him before he got moved forward and yeah. uh, looked very good. And it's the third third game he's kicked five yeah, or more I was going to say, he's, yeah. like he's been real good in there in the current. Kick 73. Was he? Yep. Wowzers. So Larky's stringing some form together. And North Melbourne, like I said. That, that Big ox too. Oh, yeah. He's only going to grow. Fill, that, fill him out. and um, they got Who's the other four they got down there? Another kid. Uh, can't think I don't know, he's a defender. Um, no, not his. Uh, I was going to say Mason Wood, but is it bloody St Kilda? St Kilda. Um, oh, that's another team that's uh, stringing a couple of... Uh, Couple of a great year together, aren't they? <laughs> Who'd want to be a Saints fan? Talk about That's great recruiting. Oh, Saints. Mm. D- Crouchy's got a target on his back from Kane Corns. Every Sunday he's hammering him for for being piss weak and not running and not chasing, not defending, not helping his defender every week. I, I don't it's think Brad Crouch is is uh, Kane's sort of bloke though. I wouldn't. Have well, that'd that. be a fair assumption. Is anyone Kane sort of bloke? If you're not in the Port Guernsey. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, he, he knives some poor places. The ones who took his spot? No, they'll be gone. Yeah, I think Boke's the only bloke he played with that's left, isn't it? Oh, and Robbie Gray, I guess. Bokey's 300th on the weekend in front of two seagulls. <laughs> Sorry. 200 fucking seagulls because they've got to keep the roof open. But um, uh, <laughs> that's clearly Martha Goyt, not the we one you got the TVs on and uh, Heaney's just show that grab. But um, what were we talking about? Boke. Boke. Seagulls. 300. Ah. And uh, the mother gate, that was S- interesting. Surprisingly, Travis Boke, one poor player that I've never ever had an issue with. Well, would you? Oh, I've found other reasons to <laughs> hate poor blokes for no reason. So, no, he's uh, he's been he's been good to watch. I I do like like the way he goes about it. Um, the biggest story I think is coming out of this weekend uh, is the fact that the tribunals once again has told the public we have no fucking idea what we're doing. Uh, Buddy Franklin clearly and intentionally, intentionally, intentionally smashed his elbow into Luke Ryan's head. Uh, Nothing accidental, nothing soft about it. And the MRO MRO did the right thing and said, you got a game. And then the tribunal says, nah, (laughs) you've let off three others this year. And so today the AFL decider in the wake of the Hawthorne the Hawthorne boxing incident, yeah, where Kaczynski knocked out was it Will Day? Nah, Lewis, Mitch Lewis, Mitch Lewis. Um, 
they said, right, no more combat boxing at training, which allegedly none of the clubs have put up any argument to. They go, oh, yeah, fair enough. Sparring. Um, but then last night the tribunal goes, oh, yeah, no, but elbow and the bloke in the head in game's fine. Uh, I've, I've, I can't imagine. I'm actually playing. surprised that uh, surprised at your stance at this. I would have thought that was the sort of thing I'd bring up and you'd go, hey, yeah, typical soft bloke that never played the game. No, it's, uh, the collisions in footy are ones you can't avoid. The, yeah. the dog acts, fuck you, yeah, see you later. Yeah. But Franklin was getting shitty because he was trying to bring him to the ground and he couldn't do it and he held on a little bit longer and he went, fuck you, I'm going to elbow you in the head. He did it exactly. And you know who else shouldn't have got off? Shuey the other week as well. Just because he apologised and begged for his life because he hit Mills in the head with a stray elbow down at Geelong. Oh, uh, yeah. Through. And he goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, please do, please, I'm sorry. The tribunal watched that and went, oh, jeez, isn't that lovely that he cared so much about Mills's skull he after he cannoned his fucking elbow into he it? He more cared about uh, not getting the week off next week, I think. Tony Lockett looking at that. He goes, I've got fucking eight weeks for Hidden Cave and it was just that I didn't swing it backwards. I swung it directly into his schnoz and uh, completely exploded his face. So, yeah, the the inconsistency of that. Um, and, and when they decide that to suspend blokes for genuine football incidents, but then, but then that's okay? It's uh, and if they sit there and say we need to protect the player's head, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm not taking that bullshit that you feed us yeah, anymore. What the that, fuck are you on about? He elbowed him in the head. That there shows you're full of shit, and you got no fucking idea. And you can say, doing. oh, but he didn't intentionally hit him in the head. He didn't know what was there. Well, don't fucking swing, don't fucking swing, don't fucking swing your elbow. What what I find astounding is um, everyone whinges about the consistency of the MRO and. They finally now, they've done the right thing. MRO did the right thing and the tribunal, no, 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 the tribunal says, says no. So there's, AFL's got to get, so the, this, isn't, oh, this isn't the first year. This has been going on for how the long? Pharaohs strike again. Oh, it gives a shit. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the COVID Olympics. It's got an asterisk next to it, just like Richmond's premiership last year. <laughs> Speaking of asterisks. Um, oh, actually they haven't struck again. The game's over. The game's over. <laughs> Um, this year's starting to fall into a bit of a asterisk too because of how all the games are starting to roll out where teams aren't playing. Where, where's the grand final going to be? Uh, uh, I'm pretty confident it's Victoria still. Really? And, and MCG. They've said if everything goes right in Victoria, which it never fucking does, crowds will be back in two weeks. Now we're sitting at round 19? 20 this one coming up, is it? Nah, there's four more games, so we're on 22, 23. Yeah, so this must be round 19. 20, 21, 22, 23, yeah. So we're round 19. So we're sitting in round... Uh, we've done round 19, mate. How many rounds this year are there then? 23. Oh, so 20, oh, 21, yeah. 22, 23, yeah. Round 20 we are. Okay, I take it back. But um, we're sitting at round 20... And one state is in complete lockdown. Um, another state has just come out of lockdown and it kind of is a half lockdown still with Victoria. And South Australia, who for a week have to 
wear masks everywhere except for home. <laughs> oh, but if you sit down, have if you have a beer on your table, you can't catch COVID. For the moment, you stand up and walk Wait, from that table. Don't bring that into it. Put the mask. Just. <laughs> He's happy you get over the doors. Yeah. <laughs> You're a fucking tutu if you have to. Just. So Victoria, um, there is oh, when they brought it up, they brought up the fact that there could be a hub for the finals, meaning take the whole eighteen, the whole eight teams to one state and play all the finals there. I'm not against that. Um, somewhere like Perth, who knows, in a week, Adelaide, another week and a half, two weeks. There's no reason why we can't. It's not going to be in Adelaide, mate. What I'm saying is there's no way. Like a week, a week ago, Spuria wouldn't let our teams train here. Let me finish. No. I said in two weeks, there's no reason why they won't be back to full capacity crowds. There's no reason why our teams shouldn't have been able to train here a week ago. A team, oh, yeah, in the lockdown. They were training before that. That's why they, when when all the media was saying they've fled to Victoria to escape escape COVID. So they could um, fucking train. No, to they? escape lockdown. Uh, no, they haven't. They're escaping spurrier, not lockdown. Because you go into a joint, that's locked down. In Victoria? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the... Um, the the week that we've had um, is still. <laughs> I can't grasp the fact that Sydney is sitting there going, how, how 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 is this still happening? How are we still getting cases? When the first like well, six the faux, the faux lockdown, the first six I weeks should, of I their lockdown, say that, that's unfair. The first six weeks of their lockdown, everything was still open. You were just asked not to go there. <laughs> When when people when oh, there's an IKEA worker working a shift eight hours with it, it's like, hold on, IKEA's open. And then someone's like, oh yeah, all retail's open still. We're just asking you to oh, yeah. not go there. Well, it's essential <laughs> that you be able to buy that black coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, there's a fucking, how do we stop this? Well, I think it's proven how to stop it. And you, if that's your agenda to stop it, um, but even even the restrictions they did bring in no one was following so no well there uh i don't think there's gonna be any footy played in sydney isn't it ironic that the one place that was keeping the season alive yeah. earlier in the year yeah. um and last year is the one place that's completely fucked and off limits now um queensland they'll all, they'll all open up soon so uh yeah i'm saying the series these the final series will be probably played still all over the country, bar New South Wales. Grand final at the G, full capacity. Hope you're right. Full capacity. Hope you're right. Do you reckon there will be hundred? No, that's seven weeks away. Is it? No, eight weeks away. No, there's a buy round. Buy as well. So nine weeks. Will the buy happen? I think gives them another week to have good results and get more of their crowd, to get a bigger crowd. They bring it forward. Who knows? But uh, local footy's in shambles because they, they've they had to pause their season for two weeks and that's going to overlap to AFL grand final day. So it's uh, it's uh, it's an interesting time. But let's get back to the... Or do they just the redo game. the 
do they just redo the fixture and remove Port Adelaide and Adelaide from the SNFL? And then and then what? Oh, I was talking about not local, local footy. Like, oh, sorry. Like amateurs, yep. Southern League, all of them. Yeah. Because there's relegation battles on. And, uh, oh, shit. Someone like Scotch, who my club, we've just won in three of our last four against top five sides. And this week, we were meant to be playing the other bottom side, who we're now three games clear of. So you put it down that that's the easier game that you're going to be playing in the last few rounds. If they just give everyone a... a, a uh, I hope you didn't just buy, put the moz on it. He gives a fuck. Um, <laughs> if they give everyone the buy, then it's like, oh, you, you, you've given... And then we play the top side. Oh, Why couldn't I get a buy on the top side? Let's plug a nail and cable. Oh, bullshit. Oh, there you go. The old Plugosaurus Rex. Um, <laughs> the, there's a few big things to come out of the round of footy. Mm-hmm. Adelaide, um, Adelaide, to me, has probably hurt themselves by winning that game. Yeah. Cause Interesting. At the start of the game, I was like, oh, that's all right. We dropped this. It all, all was good. Particularly after North Melbourne knocked off the uh, hapless Blues. I was like, sweet, Hawthorne will jump above us, Collingwood will stay above us. Yeah. Uh, North Melbourne will only be one game behind. Half a game. Half a game. Oh. Yeah. And so I was sitting there going, we could get the number one pick again. There's no there's no reason for Adelaide to win for the rest of the year. And who do they play in the last game of the year? North Melbourne. <laughs> could be oh. for the uh, for Dacos Cup or whoever they reckon will go number one. They'll call Dacos or, or yeah. Darcy or... Horn will be the... Horn. Horn will be the open bloke. Do you know what I find ridiculous? Media or Adelaide media. Um, like, who needs horn? We've got our own horn. Schomburg. I'm like, he's not a horn, he's a Schomburg. He's a Schomburg, for starters. And uh, have you ever heard of having this, a, a this couple of good players uh, in your side? This week's Rising Star nom? Boy from Clare. Good nom. So a couple of good weeks. So. Mm. Is that the third or second Adelaide player? Look, looks all right for a bloke that uh, wasn't even in the state squad at the start of his uh, draft year. What do you mean? Wasn't in the South Australian squad at the start of that year. Like, wasn't considered. He won, the, he won the medal. Yep. Ended up being the best midfielder. Yeah. Adelaide went, thank you very much. We'll take you at pick 30 odd or whatever he went. 20 something. Yeah. Yeah. He's a friend of my nephew, Joshy. They grew up together in Clare. Particularly since he was, uh, what, um, so not considered in the best 22 kids in the state. Ends up being the best in the... E- ends up in the top 20 in the draft, so... so yeah. Pretty pretty handy uh, under-18 carnival. Just, yeah, I think players like him, who are on offer at the moment, and is, let's just say Adelaide did, did do get picked too. Um, yep. Do you, do you then go, right, we'll, we'll trade pick two for like pick seven and nine and split it up and get two picks in that top ten? Or I think you'll work out. And work. really set yourselves up well, for if the you, next if you want, sessions. If you decide that you want Horn and then... Yeah, you take him. and No, but then he's gone. Live, live trade? Live trade. You have to... Reed will be... Uh, Reed will have some sort of little concoction probably drawn up. Have sauce on the phone. Hey, you want to trade your pick again, Jim? <laughs> well, he's not there. So. But uh, yeah, Adelaide looked. Adelaide did look good. They played footy that they were playing at the start of the year. That, mm. that attacking corridor footy, moving on quick, and uh, Tex still is the more more first goals. 
Kick the first of the first quarter, the first of the second quarter. I think he's kicked the first goal of the game. Seven. Is it seven times? Seven times. Oh, get fucked. I was only on him five, I'm spewing. Where? Yeah. Tex is, uh, yeah, he's gone to second in the Coleman. Um, could well finish. If he keeps on track with his two, threes, four goals a game, he'll be on track to uh, come second in the Coleman for a side that's in the bottom three. Is, is Nackerbag still out? Um Oh, yeah. The fuck's knacker bag? Bloke from Carlton that's leading the common. McKay, uh, the twin. Don't know. We'll see if he gets selected. But Kerno uh, okay. in this week, so that'll be interesting with both of them in there. But uh, Carlton are going to need more than him kicking goals to help help out uh, Teague. I think he's done. Yeah, he should have never got the job in the first place. Who knows? I, they were saying that um, who coached before him? Bolton. Bolton. So Bolton had uh, heat on him because he was too defensive. And then old mate comes in and they say he's brilliant because he's attacking. But yep, one fuck all. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're kicking goals. If you're getting more against you, you're fucked. But um, Problem I really getting think a job at a club like that. I still think the cattle is horrific there and the way they, they talk got, about They've got genuine stars, mate. What are you talking about? Did you see on the weekend against Sard? No. He's my new bunny. He is a fucking he's, horrible... He's what? My new bunny. Oh, your new bunny. He is a horrible team player. He he doesn't know the word defend, doesn't know the word team. He just wants to hunt the footy and run off and get it and just do his own thing. What was the other one you were on about about that? Williams. No? Hussard. He is the most un, un-team player. Um... And they paying him all this. They him. Yeah, but he was a different type of player still. It's pretty untamed, though. Yeah, he's more team than this prick. Yeah. And I used to rate Sarbon as a Gold Coast, and he came to Essen, I thought, yeah, good, good run-off half-back. Yeah. But he has been exposed, something fierce at Carlton on the lack of any sort of accountability. Has he been exposed, or have the Blues been exposed? We exposed that their recruiting's fucking shot to shit. Yeah. But he even more is exposed because he just looks like a... He look. He couldn't give a fuck. And like about a bloke, if you but if you've got some genuine good defenders in your side, you can have that bloke. Yeah. Oh, but but you don't have him off half. But even when he rolls through the midfield, he lets people run past him. The, mm. the, the footage that they were showing on um on the couch, it was like damning the whole Carlton side, but him especially. He just mm. he just lets him. He he just doesn't even chase. He's uh he's a liability. But um. Enough talking about the shit. Let's get back to the... Hang on. The while, while we're on shit and we're, yeah. <laughs> and we're talking about... Um, well, you were talking about Teague before. Yeah. The coaching merry-go-round. That's on the, that's, that's is it going to fire up? Oh, yeah. What, what's your... What's your uh, the, I can't... I, I'm, what's your I'm Clarkson very much Mitchell in, take? I'm still very much in the camp that that, that ain't going the jewel. It's horse. not going to work. Work. Nah. Here's, here's, how is it that Alistair Clarkson has taken your club from shit to like you couldn't win a fucking game, and he he's gone right. I'm gonna they build. Horrib- they were I'm horrible. gonna build this up, and they've won four flags, and then they started to drop off, and then he got them back to a prelim only two years ago. And then they're dropped off again, which is going to happen. They with make a prelim trees. Oh, I'm keeping up, mate. Am I? Yeah, yeah. 
They lost the semi to Melbourne, didn't they? Or oh. Elimination or... Yeah. Well, they played finals. No, they finished uh, fourth, but they went out in straight sets. Yeah. Um, yeah, they... Uh, and all of a sudden, Collingwood has a sniff of Mitchell, who has only coached Box Hill. Like the, the, yeah. the, he for was, in a, he for, was fo- a, for five minutes. Yeah, he was an assistant at West Coast. Yeah. And to, this is what I find extremely offensive to someone about like Adam Simpson when they said, um, "Who was it?" One of the assistant coaches there said, "We wouldn't have won that grand final if Sam Mitchell wasn't in the box." I was like, "Suck my dick." I'm sorry, but a guy straight out of <laughs> AFL, um, Adam Simpson, who's built this side up for four or five years, honor Cle- clearly can coach a bit. Clearly can coach honor. Wouldn't have won the flag without Sam Sam Mitchell's input for fucking ten minutes. What's well, so, that off? So what blokes are safe? Nick's is safe. Oh yeah, yep. rebuilding. You'd say you got a whole list there, have you? Fagan at Brisbane, so going yes. right. Um, Teague's good to go on. Um, Collingwood don't have a coach Fucking calm down out there Matt Crock uh, Ben Rutten He's going yeah, alright It was his first year Longmuir at Frio Yeah that's safe They're going a hell of a lot better than I expected Frio to go I don't think they're bad I still had him to make the 8 so um, Scott at Geelong Ah uh, pretty safe It's up to him though He might want to Yeah like win a flag and well, move on? Or? Well, so I don't think Geelong are moving him on. Or maybe there's someone that they want to coach in a few years so they'll do a succession <laughs> plan and get rid of the greatest coach in history. So, Clarkson Fuck Mitchell. Wits. That's odd. Well, Clarkson's gone. <laughs> um, next bloke, he's, he's in strife. Good one. Wouldn't have thought. Uh, Noble. Yeah, save his house. Ken Hinckley. Oh. Gary Ornsky, I reckon. He's gone. I reckon they could sack. They're sitting fourth. I reckon they could sack a bloke that makes it gets them to the top four. Will not happen. Okay. Oh, hold on. They're going straight sets. Um, Hardwick. Uh, they were talking about him the other night, saying he might move himself on. But but surely there can be offers coming from elsewhere, like but. But the offers come from elsewhere. Do you want to go to Carlton or do you want to go to Collingwood? Yeah, but if you're Collingwood, if you're not getting the checkbook out and say, come on, mate, or he'll just go, no, I'll just have two more years of topping up my players. But why would you go there when you've got no fucking picks? And has this year's top pick at Collingwood? It ain't theirs. They did a a trade swap with, I think it's GWS. Oh, that's right. So their top pick ain't their top pick. It's about five or six spots lower. Um... Ratten? Uh, yeah, well, it's his second year. His first year he took him to a Longmire? Only way he goes is if he chooses to go. I think, yeah, well, I think he's the safest he's ever been. He, he started the rebuild and they're, fru- they're coming to fruition. He might have another little little dynasty on his hands, so brilliant, um, brilliant Longmire. Simpson, once again, only reason he leaves West Coast if, he's he, if he chooses to leave. Well, yeah. Um... I don't know if they don't make the final. No, they're not going to flick him. Nah. Safe. Uh, Bevo. Safe. Stewie Jew. <sighs> Probably safe. I say safe. As houses. As houses? Yep. Leon Cameron. 
always a question mark there, I reckon. He's, he's contracted though, isn't he? I assume so. There isn't a huge offering of coaches, like, free spots this year because the guys down the bottom are either been rebuilding and they've got their new coach or they've... So it's one team with two coaches already. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm i going to say Clarkson won't be at Hawthorne, though. Yeah, I'm leaning that way. And whether he's actually at an AFL club, I don't know. He's not going to go to... Um, the grand plan for Clarko is his fuck, though. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Melbourne had Melbourne had planned to have... I'm, I'm putting my last dollar on it that Melbourne were thinking, ah, could he shit the bed again? But, uh, but a certain bloke we'll, coached we'll, too well and... We'll and, move, we'll there move on and, and so we'll, the president had to fuck yeah. off. And then we'll get Clarko in. <laughs> Fail. But uh, I don't think Clarko will be there. Obviously, Mitchell will then take over straight away. Um, Teague, yeah, you'd like to think he'd probably... He's gone, mate. He'll see out the year and he's gone. Yeah. Um, who coaches Carlton then? They're going to have to get... They're not going to bring in someone like a freshie again, are they? They want to bring in an experienced coach. Yeah, they can only bring in a... I love how Ross Lyon's name gets thrown up all the time. Ross Lyon has... Like who's never done anything as a coach. He has a track record of not... Re, he won't... Re, or he can't rebuild a side. He yeah. comes in a team that's already got some established players and tries to push them for a flag. Yeah. Is that is that Collingwood? Uh, sorry, is that took, is took that over a, took over a list at uh, St Kilda, took over a absolute ready made list at Frio. Frio. Yeah, so I I can't see Ross Lyon going to Carlton. Well, blokes like Mark Harvey don't get enough credit. Mm. What he changed at Frio. Yeah, I don't know who's on offer, but um, you think Clarko would end up at either one of those two, or if. I can't see him going to GWS, even if they flick Leon Cameron. Um, is, or, or Vo- is Voss a chance at Carlton? From what I hear, yeah. Or will Voss be coaching or Port Carlton. Adelaide? Oh. Oh, you're bullish on Ken. A lot of Port supporters I speak to, fucking. They're, they're, they're sitting fourth and they're still saying, get rid of Ken. Fucking hell, it's, it's tough being a coach when you're in fourth and you want your, they want your blood. There, uh, there won't be too many... Assistant coaches at Port that'll want to be there next year if Ken's still there. Well, we've got to go to our top five soon, but let's let's have a. I'm, so, I'm sort of I'm happy not to go to it. Uh, we are. Um, um, no, what about today, Cunnington? Yeah, that, was, that shocked me a bit. Uh, Cunnington's uh, after the rest of the year with tumor uh, on the testicle. You can only imagine it is tex- testicular cancer. I don't know. Yeah, it was a. Yeah, tumour removed. Did you say he played last week? Played on the weekend, yeah. So, but he didn't play the week before. And everyone's like, oh, he didn't want to go up to Queensland because he didn't want to be away from his family. Maybe it was well, his Maybe nuts. he felt like shit. Yeah. Maybe it was, he, he yeah. But I, I find that astounding that he played on the weekend. And it would have been discomfort. Like, it would have been having pain and a lump there. You, you go and get that removed, it wouldn't have been... Well, <laughs> Wouldn't have been easy what running around with that, but uh, good luck, uh, Benny Boy. You've had a good season uh, and uh, hopefully rest up. But before we go to the top five, I want to talk about uh, just flag. Who, flag for here, who would you say is the flag favourite right now and your pick? 
Um, oh. Go to go to the cats. I've gone into favoritism. I think the grand final will be the game we saw on Saturday night. Melbourne and Bulldogs. It's Adelaide Hawthorne. I'm like, <laughs> eh. um, I think one of those sides will knock out Geelong in the prelim, and the other side, the, the draw, will be, I reckon Brisbane. So there's me two prelims. So I Bulldogs, Melbourne, GF, hopefully. We can go. It'd be a right to watch. Would have thought. So, I'll wear a mask. I'll wear a mask if I can. <laughs> do it there, but I'm going to. Uh, I'm still. I'm, I'm not waning from Melbourne. I still think they they've had a different training schedule the last month. It's always always about prepping for the final year, and good sides always start to drop off a little bit this time of year and then get ready for the finals and rock it through in the final four or five games and launch themselves into the finals. So I'm the old, uh, for Melbourne. The old Johnny Fitness uh, story to Adelaide's... Haven't heard much of that in recent time. Uh, it's, I think it's signed, sealed and dilute. Huh. He's coming home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people who don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about... Um, Oh, for fuck's sake, mental blank. Who's the fitness coach at Melbourne? Oh, I just got him Johnny Fitness, mate. Oh, <laughs> this is embarrassing. We might edit it in. Joking, we don't edit. Anyway, it is now time for this week's... This week's... We'll go again. This week's... Top... Oh, this is fucked. Fuck these sound effects. We'll, we'll promise we'll never do that again because it's, it's tacky, it's fucked and... Old seven fingers here, can't press the buttons properly. So we'll start off. Um, let's rock, paper, scissors real quick. Go no, first. you can start. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? You're that, you're that, you're that, your list is that bad? Or are you going to listen to mine and then chuck them into your five? Who knows? Nah, you're going first, go. No, I'm not going first. I'm getting a drink. Oh, righto. I'll have a, uh, I'll have a 4X, please. Yeah, I need to get your reaction. You can't just you can't just walk off. Need, need to hear the reaction. But the top five is top five. <laughs> the top five sporting moments. These are my top fives, and there's probably a couple I've missed out. And I'll, I'll look back and think, ah, oh, shit, I forgot that one. Um, but a bit of a special mention: um, Aloisi's goal for Australia when he got us into the World Cup. Everyone knows where they were that day. And uh, went berserk. You know what? That I was never a big soccer person until that World Cup campaign. And when he kicked that goal, I started watching Premier League again, started doing all that, followed everything. Um, and that's what got my enjoyment for football. Um, but that's a mention. The other mention is, um, is it last year? No, not last year's. The 2019 World Cup final. England and New Zealand, was it? No. Yeah, and they went to extra time and then super over and the, 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 the joke rules got brought the, in. The joke rules got brought in, but that if that well, they didn't get brought in, they got they just got 
found out that there was a joke rule to end the game. And if that wasn't... Sorry, not end the game, end the fucking tournament. End the tournament. What a disgrace. It wasn't a... There there was never a a World Cup final like that. So, uh, but anyway, I'm going to kick it off for me, my number five. Just just quietly, nice special mentions. Yeah, all right. You're leading so far. Coming into number five. My number five, top five sporting moments. Um... A much maligned person, someone who gets a bit of stick because he's gone to a few different teams. But when the king returned back to Cleveland, and he said, oh. "I am taking my my town back to back to the top. We're going to win a title." That for me was fan. That was amazing. I loved it. The fact and that not he, only said it, hmm, did fucking it, fucking did it. And he went back there, and it, they did bring in love. And Kyrie was already there, so it's not like he built a super team, but they. That was probably what I would say his most passionate year of basketball when when that championship won yeah. and, and he he uh, he said Cleveland we did it that was brilliant so so LeBron going back to Cleveland to win a title fairy tale stuff it's my number five coming at number four um, I remember staying up at night watching this game because it was in England um, and I was going to go to bed and then I went, oh, no, I'll stay up a little bit longer. And Warney got a couple of wickets and it just started to get a bit of momentum that we, we were looking like we were going to get belted by South Africa. But uh, that final over of Australia v South Africa in the semi-final in 1999, when Alan Donald forgot how the fuck to run, <laughs> um, was the greatest finish to any cricket game I, I apart from the world cup final a couple of years ago but that was a different thing this one was a side that clawed its way back in Klusner has gone 4-4 uh, Fleming's uh, like can we change the bowler mid fucking over like it was getting belted and the fact that they won that and the celebrations I was jumping around the room fucking I reckon I woke mum up went to school for about two hours sleep <laughs> Herschel Gibbs is still having nightmares and that that's my number four, and uh, a moment I look back on as a kid very fondly. Was that the game where Herschel Gibbs dropped Steve Waugh? Went to throw he the. B- told him you dropped the World Cup? Yeah. Yeah, I was in that batting. Who would have thought that it would end so amazingly, though? <laughs> uh, number three. Uh, this top side was sitting up top of the ladder for a long time, and people thought, oh, they'll drop away, they'll drop away. But when Leicester City won. The English Premier League, at the start of the year with odds of a thousand to one, there was no. I don't think there's ever been a bigger long shot in history to win any any sort Sorry? of major tournament. Huh? Did their owner die in a helicopter crash? Yeah, like a couple of years later. Yeah, right. yeah. The Indian millionaire, Indian Malaysian. I think Malaysian. But uh, yeah, Leicester City, uh, they had uh, a bit of a ragtag crew um, who they had brought together. You had Mares, you had. Um, oh, who's the England striker? Sterling? No. I'll bring it back. But Leicester winning that title. Uh, Gascoigne? No. Shut okay. up. Uh, <laughs> Leicester winning the title when you had oh. all, all your teams like Man United, everyone's spending. Billions of dollars to uh, to get themselves a title, and they couldn't do it unless they won it. Number three for me. Number two, just a personal favourite of mine because 
It was amazing. Um, the 97 and 98 premierships for the Adelaide Crows. That's two Yeah, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say 97, but I'm going to couple them together back to back. Okay. The uh, As a kid, going to the game, it was pretty amazing, but... Um, you kind of think that happens every year. Like, oh, yeah, we won a grand final. How good? Oh, yeah, next year we won a grand final. Haven't won one since. Oh, wow. We've been to the final dance one time and got uh, a bit embarrassed. But the, those two grand finals were extraordinary for South Australian football. Put put us on the map and said, uh, you Victorians aren't shit. A massive, massive moment. And... Uh, Anyone wants to go back and watch that 97 replay? Kid at the front when they kept crossing back to Adelaide. That's uh, Andrew Mackey, who went on to play in three premierships of his own at Geelong. So maybe he doesn't play in those. In the shed. Yeah, in the shed. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he loses the passion if Adelaide lose that grand final and never plays. Anyway, number two is the Adelaide uh, grand finals. Now, my number one, and this is to me, I've watched this on YouTube about 20 thousand times still it's my number one by a country mile sporting moment of all time for me when Aguero <sighs> kicked the goal for Manchester City to put them up 3-2 and win the title on the last minute of the last day of the season can't recall it You got to get off this podcast. This can This, if you don't know what I'm talking about, which I, I don't, know, I, I know exactly who and when you are talking about. Aguero. Um, that is the most magical, amazing number one moment you'll ever see in sport. And if someone made a movie up, you you'd go, mm, yeah, right. The, the the team that everyone wanted to win won. Yeah, bullshit. Well, it did fucking happen. The best thing about that is this clip that I got on YouTube. It's got like the two two games like going once. The Man- Manchester United's won their game and they're like not really celebrating someone's still going. And then you see them, they cross back when he had scored the goal. And the reactions of the people, you just saw them go, <laughs> in the crowd. And then <laughs> Alex Ferguson's swiveling his head and they just went, oh, fuck. We're done. Man City at home. So funny how they end the season Yeah. Every game of the last round starts at the same time. Like it's and you know what? That's what it should be in AFL too. But yeah. it's, a, it's a broadcasting nightmare. They, they wouldn't do it because they've got to have all their games over spread out, whatever. But it would stop any sort of, um, well... Ross Gibbs Cup. Well, that, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, how they, that's why they do it in, in Premier League because you've got relegation battles, you've got title battles. Normally, that time is... And in that game, um, QPR, who I think they beat... Queens uh, Park Rangers, yep. They were trying to not be relegated, and they didn't realise they hadn't at that point known that they were safe because Bolton, I think, had had lost, so oh. they were going down. So they didn't know if they were safe. So Man City scored the goal, thinking we're being relegated. Man City know they've won the title, but in the end, they weren't relegated. So yeah, absolutely amazing finish. That's my top five. If you don't agree with it, guess what? <laughs> Suck my dick. Over to you, champ. We shouldn't tell. The few listeners that we have to suck a dick. Someone can. Um, let's let's see. Let's see your top five, Jim. Um, well, I've actually gone back in history a bit, as opposed to you. So we've got a boring top five, though. Oh. 
<laughs> nice fucking paper shit, aren't you? Um, they just showed a clip up on TV with the guy in the the aeroplane, one of those F eighteen Hornets, and he puts his he phone out to phone. take a photo, <laughs> and it just shoots out. Oh, anyway, back to your top five tonight. All right, okay, a couple of special mentions. Uh, 1996 Atlanta Atlanta Olympics, 1500 metre freestyle. Kieran Perkins, gold medal. It's a oh. special mention. Oh, that's inspiring. He was. Uh, I don't think I was old enough to he, uh, remember that. Oh, but a year later, you remember the grand final, <laughs> Rotto champion. Um, uh, he uh, was the eighth qualifier for the final. He'd been in horrific form. This is where he got the nickname The Fox from. Uh, I didn't know he had a nickname The Fox, but anyway. If you listen to the commentary, they were like, hey, he was foxing it in the heat. Oh. And, um, yeah, so he, uh, he beat the next time by 0.24 of a second to get into the final. Was in the bottom lane of the pool. I can remember waking up at night and flicking the TV on as Daniel Kowalski was hitting the wall. And I'm like, oh wow, Daniel the name I haven't and, heard in a while. And and like absolutely creamed the the third place mm. person. And I'm like, oh, Kowalski, yeah, Kowalski's one goal. That's that's huge, look, amazing. Uh Perkins was down by the wall already. He was <laughs> like just ready to get up and yeah. have a shower. Um but anyway, so it's that's a, long, a, that's a s- long mention. Oh shit, that's a special be, mention. We've got to be short and sharp on the mentions. Okay, my next, uh, my other special mention is uh, um, Eric Musumbani <laughs> from the 2000 Olympics. So you've got a, you've got an Olympic top five moments. Yeah, well, the Olympics was on. So, like I said, it took me five minutes to put this together. <laughs> um, now, he was uh, from Equatorial Guinea, allegedly uh, trained in shark infested waters. I say I call bullshit on that because. <laughs> He'd be fish food if that was the case. Um, he was nicknamed Eric the Eel by uh, media. I nicknamed him Eric the Brick. Uh, um, he had a 100 metre freestyle time of 1 minute 52 seconds and 72 split. Sorry, so, sorry I'll, just, I'll just reiterate. Yeah. Mentions. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I've got six for me five, but I'm not sure what I'm going right, to so do. Do your third mention, but just... All right. Um, third mention, quick. December 5, 2006, Robbie Williams played at Football Park. But earlier that day, Adelaide Oval, we knocked off the Poms and uh, bowled them out for 129. And won the test. And won the test. Is that e- when... Uh, SK Warren, four for 49 off 32 overs. Thanks for coming. Yeah. All right, and into me, yeah, top five. In number five, we have uh, David Hooks, Adelaide Oval. Shit, I didn't write down what year it was. It but you weren't even born, so. so um, if, if you're quoting David Hooks playing, he scored. I was at this. I was at the cricket this day. I don't doubt that. Um, he scored a century at Adelaide Oval in forty-three minutes. And th- off 13. 13 balls, that's pretty good. That can't be right. 30, was it? I don't know. But anyway. Uh, fastest century. Fastest first class century 
in some... Wasn't a century in a session? Yeah. Yep. Um, unbroken fourth wicket stand with flipper of 462. Hooks hit 44s and two sixes to end, a, end with the highest ever first-class score of 306 off 314 deliveries. Fact. And uh, Fact. and Flipper, not out at the other end, 213. Thanks for coming. So that's me, yeah. That's your number five. That's five. Uh, number four, the comeback. What's that? Eston versus North Melbourne. Ooh. June 22, 2001. In front of an attendance... Attendance of 51,878 at the G. They were saying the other day, there was a debate, was, is this the greatest football match in history? It's pretty good. Not bad. Pretty good. Um, Essendon kicked 2-3-15 to North 12-1-73 at quarter time. Uh, half time 12-4-76 to 16-1-97. Three quarter time 19-8-1-22 to 22-4-1-36. And then the Bombers ended up getting up 27-9-171 versus North Melbourne 25-9-159. I actually, that game... Absolute goal fest. I was watching... And just up here a second ago, uh, uh, Ducks goal from the check side. The check side of the boundary. boundary Leaning over the line. Just extraordinary. I was at... uh, I remember where I was that day. It was South Adelaide versus Sturt at Unley Oval. And we were up on the on the hill there by where that playground used to be at the top there. And all the South people, and you could just start hearing it in the crowd. People were like, fuck it, it's toilet. They're up by 10 goals at quarter time. And they're like, you wouldn't believe it. You could just hear the scores, the whole game being read Everyone out. Everyone talking and about it. Then you're looking up on the scoreboard and it was changing and chopping a lot. Have they fucked the scores up? And that's just how insane yeah. the game was. Yeah. Number three. Uh, number three, um, 2010 Wimbledon, uh, Nicholas Mahout versus John Insner. Where it goes to like 58. 70-68 in the last set. How does that keep going? Surely they've got to... Didn't they bring in a limit after that? Uh, they made it. I'm not sure that wasn't part of my five minutes uh, <laughs> study to do this. Um, the the match went for 11 hours and five minutes. Um, it was 6-4 in the first, 3-6 in the second, 6-7 in the third set tiebreaker, 7-9, uh, 7-6 in the fifth set tiebreaker, 7-3, and 70-68 in the... Uh, Do they technically play like another 10 sets? <laughs> yeah, technically. Yeah, like, like the fi- fourth set was 7-6 and the fifth set was... Seventy sixty eight. I reckon even the commentators are like, all right, like it's... I just want to go home. For <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake. Somebody pull a hammy. Um, so that's, uh, that's me number three. Three. Um, number two I won't spend too much time on because I don't think I have to because everyone knows what it is. Kathy Freeman, Sydney Olympics. That's your two. That's me too, yeah. Shit. Not happy with that being me too? What do you think that was going to be me one? No, I just... Uh, Come on, mate. I'd rage up a bit. I'm better than that. So, Kathy Freeman, number two. Yeah. Um, Kathy. Then uh, Bruce comes on air. <laughs> <laughs> number one. Time. Oh, I'm just thinking. Um, 
Anyway, okay. Uh, number one, <laughs> Friday night, March 22, 1991. Adelaide versus Hawthorne at Football Park. The very first game. The very first game where we knocked off the Hawkers, just like we did last week, but this time we did it by 86 points. There's 20 blokes in the Crows team that night, Chris but Mc... 22 blokes playing that night played for the Adelaide Footy Club. Did Chris McDermott die that night? Uh, almost. <laughs> almost. Um, uh, final score, 24-11, to 9-15-69. Hawkers went on to win the uh, 1991 Premiership. Can you, you look at that, right? Out of all the new teams that have come in to the AFL since then, yeah. none of them have won their first game. No. And most of them have been... Trounced. Well, oh, Port weren't trounced by Essendon. Were they? Uh, Collingwood. Was Collingwood their first game? Yep. Okay. No, uh, Port played the first game. Played in the first game for points at... Uh, it was then Colonial Stadium against yeah, Marvel. Yeah. When Shaycock or two Collins closed his eyes. Shaycock. Shaycock. So Adelaide versus Hawthorne is your number one. And as you said, knocked off the reigning premiers and the eventual no, not, premiers. Not, not reigning premiers. Collingwood were the reigning premier. Ah, correct. Sorry. Um, yeah, every other team has really not even come close to winning games. So. But it's it's not not very fair. Like it was... Made up of genuine footballers that have been like older blokes that have been playing a lot of league footy. So. Yeah, the Sandville had a pretty strong, strong comp yeah. back then. Oh, it's a very different top five. Is that the first time ever our top five has not included some of the same? Uh, yep, I reckon. Yeah, it wouldn't because mine was elite. But, and and you actually put about five weeks work into yours and I put in five minutes. No, nah, I um, actually wrote it down just at work. Lies. Lies. Lies, no people. Lies lies. Well, that's the top five, everyone. So uh, we'll, we'll post it. Now, fuck your sound effect. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um, we'll post the full list on the on the page later on this uh, week. No, we won't. Huh? No, we won't. What, you don't want people seeing your... No. It's exactly <laughs> what. <laughs> well, there's your top five. Um, we're running out of time here. We don't want to go too long, but... I said to you earlier, I had a, a mate of mine come up to me um, last week at our past players day. The discussion came up. If you had your chance over again and you got to pick one of the Rewalts, which one would you pick? I immediately said... Jack. Oh. Oh. Oh, really? Mm. Okay. This is why we uh, thought I'd bring this up. I was never much of a Nick fan during his playing career. Excuse me? I was never a Nick fan. No. Like, yeah, he's a good player, but he was a good player. Um, Jack's a better player. Mm, two different posies. Mm. Uh, I went Nick because. And I said, even even when Nick was even at Nick when he was at the height of his game, and Jack was in his first or second season, I said, at the end of their careers, Jack will be the better player. Oh, you, you, you're claiming that a claim that you said back 15 years ago that no one can substantiate and you just happened to bring I'll it up find, now. I'll find 100 people that can substantiate it. <laughs> I'll just pay them each. <laughs> Righto, money bags. 
Um, but I was going like to pay them money. It's a good, it's a good discussion, I think. Which rewalt would you take? And it was very much fifty-fifty across the board when we were discussing it. And fifty-fifty uh, here now. 50-50 here now. But um, well, we're going to call it. I like that. That's what? as a nice, nice uh, closing question. Closing we'll call question. Yeah. Um, I've got some good news. We have a guest. Just quietly, I'd like a closing question every week from now on from you. Closing cook. No, closing, closing question. Closing question. Okay. Tits or ass? I'll tell you that later, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we have a guest next week, and uh, the uh, we've uh, we're looking forward to it. It's a um, a older statesman of the AFL world. Um, and he's got a lot of stories and a lot of stories we'd like to chat to him about and we're looking forward to recording that one next week and sharing that with you. But uh, everyone, have a good week. Stay safe, stay COVID safe and wear your mask and wash your hands and social distance. Just not in a pub. Get into the what? pub and have a beer. Um, you got a closing track? Uh, oh, I could quickly find one if you want to maybe talk about some specials you got in your pub this week and try and get a few people in. Maybe they mention your name, mention the podcast, and get yourself a a, a special. Put something on your account. Yeah. <laughs> mention the podcast, and you can just drink or not on Loki's account. <laughs> what is that how it is? What is the specials in here this week? Um, we don't have many specials, mate, because we've only got a twenty five percent capacity, so it's. You don't want to. Fit, you don't want to. Fit, you don't want to hard, hard to give stuff away when you can only have a fucking a quarter of the mob in. Fuck. Anyway, support your local business. We're going to be doing some uh, uh, local business um, help this week as well. Over the next couple of weeks, we're going to share some stuff for uh, local businesses around here that have been affected by these shutdowns because they're the ones who have suffered probably the most. Your hospitality industry has been f- uh, fucked from. Pillar to post, so we're going to share a few, and uh, if everyone can support them, we would love you. So um, we're going to take it out tonight with um, I don't know, maybe something a little lighter. This is seamless. Hmm. It's, how's this blue in the Fremantle uh, West Coast came up here? Oh, this is the the demolition derby. Oh, absolutely brilliant. Um, I don't really have a, a song to take us out, so we'll probably just go out with. Uh, with the season of the publican theme, mate. Good night, everyone. Stay safe. Hooroo, folks.